Good morning. It is seven minutes after 11 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Glenn Beck is coming up. Sean Hannity and Randy Tobler. Oh, man. This afternoon, Randy Tobler. Gotta listen. Uh, we were talking about, uh, if you just turned the radio on, how the federal government is going after nicotine delivery systems and banning flavored uh, e-cigs. Um, it, it, it irritates me to no end. And I'm curious to see, because Brian has been doing this for a long time. If they do go this far... And they ban flavored e-juice. That, if you're not a vapor, you don't know about this. Um, th- these uh, nicotine uh, liquids have flavors that people like. Uh, and it helps to keep them from smoking. Uh, Brian's got one that he gets from his favorite vape store uh, called Carney 4 or something like that. My favorite vape store is... Como Vapor. I didn't and ask the you juice to is ca- The juice is called Carney 4. I, yeah, I you kind of got it backwards. I know no, in your no, old no, age... I got, you I got of, it right. I just didn't mention the name of your favorite vape store. No, you said the juice that I consume is, is uh, Como Vapor. No, I, I didn't say Como Vapor. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> But if if they ban flavored e-juice, if you can't get Carney 4 or whatever it is that you, you, you vape, what will you do? I mean, I guess if I can only consume tobacco um, flavors, then that's what I'll have to do. Because I'm not going to go back to smoking. There's no way. And I'm not going to buy that stuff out in the black market. And you know that there will be. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Absolutely. what happened last time when they said, oh, no, we... Uh, we are in a vaping epidemic, I remember them saying. Yes. And people were freaked out that, you know, the vape stores were selling this. I, I can't even remember what the, what the term was, but it was from people that were getting it from sources that were unknown. It wasn't in any vape for, shop. They were looking for marijuana high. Yeah. And somebody had created it using uh, vitamin E or some, I don't know. I don't Acetate, know what, something. Yeah. yeah. And it was killing people. And they made it sound as though this was the e-juice that you could buy at the local retailer. But yes. you couldn't because they weren't selling this. It was a black market product that existed because of the war on drugs. That, literally, that's why that, that uh, marijuana e-juice was developed and sold in the underground. But if you're a smoker and you can't make the transition into something that you like, then you won't quit smoking. And that's what they're doing. And they're doing it because they think you're too stupid. They're doing it because they think, well, kids will vape. And then they try to make the argument that vaping is a gateway to smoking. And it's just the opposite. There are fewer kids smoking today than there have been, as far as I know, ever. And the kids who are vaping are kids who were smoking. Why would the government think they have the right to get in the middle of all this? And frankly, when they, when they uh, eliminate the flavors... That's when the black market pops up. Now, it, I'm wondering, Brian, if they, van, if they ban the flavors, I wonder if somebody couldn't legitimately come up with a flavor additive and just say uh, this in its steaming form would taste like something, you know, mint or whatever. 
so that you could legitimately alter the um, the the e juice and have your flavors back. Oh, they'd find a way to close that loophole in a second. They did it with the nicotine. You remember that? They said that, well, you can't sell products that are derived from tobacco. And so some vape uh, liquid e-juice company said, okay, we'll do synthetic nicotine. And they got it from another source like green peppers or, you know, somewhere else. And they called it synthetic nicotine. And they had to close that loophole. They just, just, every turn, they just don't want you to do anything that... You have to live their lifestyle. Yes. Otherwise, you're in trouble. And what they'll do is, like that story we read earlier today, they'll, they'll beat you up uh, to prevent you from vaping. They'll hurt you to prevent you from hurting yourself. And I don't honestly believe vaping hurts you. I really don't believe it at, at all. Nothing. Even Great Britain recommends it. Let me go to the phones, 800-529-5572, or 874-9390. Judith is on the line. Good morning, Judith. How are you? Good. I'm fine. Good. I was uh, had an example of how my mother helped me in school. All right. Let me, let me explain for people who just turned the radio on. <clears throat> okay. I was explaining to people, after a, a caller talked about what his father did, how my mother went to such extraordinary um, uh, ends to make sure that I was learning in school, that I would learn my geography lesson or learn my math lesson. And I pointed out that parents can do these things better than teachers can, uh, and they come up with innovative ways to teach their kids. And if you have one of those ways that your parents worked with you, share it. Maybe some parent out there will say, oh, I'll try that with my kid. What was your parents' trick? Yes, my mother read to us as younger children in first, second, third grade and instilled a love of reading in us. And uh, I'm I'm a book lover to this day, and I think it paved the way to help reading comprehension in school. And I read to my daughter when she was young, and it was... Uh, it was. She's a book lover, and it just—it's amazing uh, how much that helps. I think in just understanding, and she made it made sure we had library cards and access to the library to check out books and read. And um, it's amazing. Did your mother have a master's degree in education? No, she did not. <laughs> How in the world could she have taught you to read without a master's degree in education? I don't know, but she did it, and uh, <laughs> she was she was very good. She was very expressive and um, in her reading, and just we begged her to read to us one more chapter, Mom. You know. <laughs> oh my God, that's and, just wonderful. Right, and I was watching Jimmy Kimmel on the. TV last night and how he goes out on the street and interviews people and mm -hmm. they they ask people what was the last book they had read and and I didn't see one of them couldn't remember a book they didn't read books and it's it's like that was so foreign to me because reading is just the love of my life well then in that case Judith before you hang up the phone give a recommendation of a fun book to read 
for children, for young children. For, no, for for listeners, uh, just for listeners in for general. Li okay, um, let me see. I have read uh, a gentleman from Moscow. A it's gentleman? a great book. A gentleman a from gentle Moscow. Yes. Is that it's a newer a book or an older book? It it's uh, 2010, maybe, or you know, that's 15. relatively recent. Yeah, right. My my recommendation would be much older than that. All right, okay. a gentleman from Moscow. Judith says that's a good book. What would right. it, just tell me briefly what it was about so we can whet their appetite? Yes, it was about. Uh, it was a, during the Bolshevik rev, rev, uh, revolution mm -hmm. that um, this man was confined to. Li I mean, he was going to be imprisoned. He had a choice. He could either go to prison because they were getting rid of the intellectuals and the, the richer people. And so they banned him to living in this hotel in Moscow for the rest of his life. And it was just, it was a fantastic story. Wow. That does sound fascinating. All right, Judith, thank you. Okay, glad, glad thank have you. you. Glad to have you in the Gary Nolan Love Show. Yeah. There are some books uh, that uh, that I think are really, really precious that I have uh, uh, that I've read. Um, if you get, if you can find a copy of Blythe Spirit, it's a fun book. It's a it's an easy light read, but it's a it's a fun book. It's just a, a nice uh, quick story. That's a recommendation I would make. Quick break. We're going to be right back. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. 20 minutes after 11 o'clock. Glad to have you with us on a Frost Your Buns Friday. Brian, that piece that you uh, played during the break uh, with all of those little Biden cuts, can you dig that up? I think so, yeah. All right. I, during the break, if, if you've not called a, a radio program, uh, when you're on hold, we try to give you something to listen to. Uh, so that you know that you're st you're still connected, and uh, Brian is really really good at at picking things out that uh, will fill that time. And there is one in particular that uh, that he plays, and it's a, a bunch of Biden cuts. And and I was listening to it in amazement, and just as as, as just before we were coming back live, I commented to Brian. How in the hell did we get this guy in the White House? How is it possible that people would vote for this idiot? And I, I, I just thought, well, we ought to play that just so you can hear it. Yeah, give, you're, me, you're, give me a minute or two to, yeah. to look that up because okay. it's in the back system and it kind of eludes where it came from. Yeah. I, I will find it eventually. Yeah, I know you will. And, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not uh, going to jump on it right away, whenever you're ready. But when you listen to this, you'll, you'll just be stunned at the stupid things this guy said and still got elected. You listen to this and think to yourself, what the hell happened? I can understand why Trump supporters are convinced that it had to have been a stolen election. Because in their minds, when they listen to what Biden said during the campaign, and the things that he says even today, they're thinking to themselves, this isn't possible. Nobody could possibly, in their right mind, in, in, in enough n numbers, have voted for this idiot. It, it's, it, is, it is difficult to believe that he is in the White House. A more inept, 
mentally challenged president I, I can't remember us ever having. But you know, the Democrats have a, a history of this. They've got a history of electing people like this. Uh, we just saw it with the Dr. Oz race, uh, where I was not a big fan of Dr. Oz, but certainly uh, should not have been beaten by this idiot that, that did win, uh, who's, by the way, in the hospital. And, you know, is he really signing on to legislation in the hospital or is somebody doing it in his name? We have no idea. And then, of course, there's the congressman who thinks an island would tip over because of its population. Uh, I mean, Democrats, you've got a history of voting for the damnedest people. Anyway, we'll play this when, when Brian finds it. And it Are you talking about the Biden rap? Yes. The, yeah, I, I do have that. Yeah. Yeah, play that if, if you would. Because when you, I learned, yeah, I learned a lot. And I learned that uh, I learned a lot. Anyway, uh, Bo, uh, Bo is associated here. Anyway, the point I want to make is uh, I learned so much. I learned so much. I learned black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. Like I mean, come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot. You know, come on, man. You know thing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? What well, I have to do is I have to continue talking about the things that come on, man. I came down here because I remember the first bumper sticker I saw. I learned that uh, I got hairy legs that, 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 that turned blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So we straight and then watch the hair come back up again. So I learned about kids jumping on my lap. I love kids jumping on my lap. Oh, 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 I'm in trouble, trouble. What are we nuts? Dead, dead, dead. You know, come on, man. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. Get a life. Taking cocaine or not? What do you think? Huh? Come on, man. Black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. What do I mean? Come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight. Everyone deserves a shot. You know, come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean? You know the thing. You know what I mean? Come on, man. You have a problem figuring out what you're from here from. And you ain't black. Come on, man. The corn pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. I can hardly wait to meet with that guy who is stable genius. Come on, man. I am uh, very willing to let the public touch my physical and mental filth. My physical as well as my mental fi fitness. <laughs> Come on, man. Black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. What do I mean? Come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight. Everyone deserves a shot. You know. Come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean? You know the thing. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Why the hell would I take a test? I am. That's just listening to those little excerpts, and it's like. How in the hell did anybody vote for this guy? I mean, how how could anybody listen to this idiot and say, that's who we want in the White House? That's the guy. Yeah, that's the ticket. Unbelievable. All right. I, I just, it, it, it was, it just baffles me, that's all. U.S. regulators are rejecting Elon Musk's bid to test brain chips in humans. They're citing safety risks. <laughs> no, no, that would never happen. <laughs> what? Nothing bad would ever happen. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not as concerned about him doing it as the government. Uh, a year after the rejection, uh, Neuralink 
is still working through the agency's concerns. Three staffers said they are skeptical the company could quickly resolve the issues. Despite Musk's latest prediction at a November 30 uh, presentation that the company would secure FDA human trial approval this spring. Um, so apparently uh, this really looks like, Brian, it would be a good thing if it works. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on that. But thank you for the offer. <laughs> well, I guess this is if you've got, uh, you know, some electrical problems in your body and you can't um, move uh, limbs and things like that. Right. If I were paralyzed, I'd give it a shot. Um, it, 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 it would, it's going to eventually happen. And, you know, looking at how the government has operated the health care system in this country, do you really believe that it's as, you know, dangerous as they say it is? Do you actually think that Elon Musk would put you at greater risk? No, I don't think so. It's just the thought of a foreign object being inserted in a critical uh, area of... <laughs> your body that you need to function as a human being and you know i mean who knows what what will happen once you insert that i mean i i just don't know it's called Neuralink, uh and musk says both disabled and healthy people will pop into neighborhood facilities for speedy surgical insertions of the device with functions ranging from Curing obesity, autism, depression, schizophrenia, to web surfing and telepathy. Eventually, Musk has said such chips will turn humans into cyborgs who can fend off the threat from uh, sentient machines powered by artificial intelligence. I could have a Neuralink device implanted right now and you wouldn't even know, Musk said at a November 30 presentation live streamed. Uh, it was a show and tell event. Uh, it was drawing laughs from the crowd at another public uh, company event in 2020. He said, you'll be able to save and replay memories. The future is going to be weird. I don't know. It's, it strikes me as uh, being a very interesting concept. I'd like to see how that works out. And I don't think the government should have the authority to tell him that he can't do it if somebody wants this device and he wants to install it. Let let him do it. You know, if I want it and he wants to, you know, uh, to sell it, why should I not do it? Why should the government be able to stop me from it? Just think about the resources that you could have at your command. You know, if, if it could use the energy your body produces. Man, just think what you could do. You could, you could be a, a walking, talking Internet connected, any information you needed at your fingertips kind of person. Uh, I don't know. Sounds interesting to me. I'm not sure that I would want to do it, but I'm saying if somebody does want to do it, they should be allowed to do it, and the government shouldn't get in the way. Let me go to the phones. Dave is on the line. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Oh, Dave, hang on. Can you hang on, Dave? I'll be right with you. Bear with me. I'll be right back. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network.
is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 11.35 on a Froster Buns Friday. Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Brian, did you see the, uh, and I'm like really going stream of consciousness here. Marco Rubio is, is pushing the uh, daylight savings time being permanent. Did you see that? I did not see and that. Was, no. Yeah, he's, he's pushing for that. Because we're about to go to daylight savings time. Uh, if you had your choice, would you go permanently one or the other? Or would you keep doing the flipping? And if it's one, which one would it be? Uh, you know, we have this discussion every year around this time. But I, I, I mean, if I had to choose one, I guess the one where the daylight is extended uh, a little bit longer, you know. Yeah, daylight saving time. Right. By the way, somebody is going to call up and say, don't say daylight savings time. It's saving time. Right. Yeah, who, yeah who, nobody really gives a, a damn if you... But yeah, I, do, I prefer just to pick one and leave it alone. Leave it the hell alone. I don't care which one, but if I if I had to choose, then yeah, that one. That'd be the one. All right, let me go to the phones. 874-9390, toll free. 800-529-5572. It's the Gary Nolan Show. Dave is on the line. Dave, good morning. How are you? Hey, Gary. Are you channeling your inner, inner Gary the liberal this morning? Why? What, uh, what, what? Well, when you're talking about this uh, neural chip, you keep referring to the health care system. And we don't have a health care system. We have a health care market that's highly regulated. The government can control has the authority and the right to control a system. It doesn't have the have right. It right. has the. It doesn't really you have the right. What, you understand where I'm going? Yeah. They don't yeah. have any business regulating the market. Right. And that we need to get back to that thought. And there is no system. It's a market, and it's the market that's driven all the advances and the good things in our healthcare system. Exa- uh, healthcare market. There you're you exactly go. right. That's all I got. But you're exactly right. Dave, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Gary the Liberal is actually here. And I don't know, I, I tried to get him to come on the program, uh, but I don't think he, he's, he's willing to. But he, he is real, and he is here. I'm in Cleveland. I had to do some uh, wrap up some things for my sister's estate. And uh, we agreed to meet uh, at another friend of ours' uh, home. And I I tried to get him on the show, but he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, <clears throat> he wouldn't bite. But he is real, and he is in the building. I wonder if I could. Oh well, no, I don't suppose so. <laughs> Be fun to have him on, though, wouldn't it? The yes, real it would. Uh-huh. Harry the liberal. Does he know? He doesn't sound like this, does he? No, he doesn't have that Thurston okay. Howell uh, gotcha. kind of sound. But he is a big government advocate. He is um, you know, minimum wage. Uh, oh my! A good idea. He he. Secondhand smoke thing. He buys into global warming. He buys into. He is Gary the liberal, and he's real. A third of Americans agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene's national divorce call. Forty-seven percent of Republicans back a bid for red states to split according to a poll that some are saying is shocking. A surprising number of Americans agree with Georgia firebrand uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene that the United States needs a national divorce where red and blue states would separate and the federal government wouldn't, uh, rather, the federal government would be shrunk. 
34% of 1,000 likely voters surveyed by Rasmussen reports said they agree with Green, but still 57% disagree with the premise. When broken down by party, Republicans are split on the matter with just 5% margin of those who agree and disagree. Well, um, even 26% of Democrats say they agree with the pro-Trump Republican congresswoman. A national divorce. Boy, would I love that. Honestly, I really do. I would love that. And we're seeing it. It's not just, it's not just a, a federal phenomenon. It's not just several states want to break away and, and, and uh, have a, a, a red country versus a blue country. But we're seeing this inside states with cities. There are some states that want a divorce from the state they're in so they can join the adjoining state. Um, right now in, in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, there's an area of the city. Uh, Brian, have you heard this story? I have not, no. There's an area of the city that's uh, very exclusive, very expensive part of town. And there's, they're looking to separate from Atlanta and form their own city because they don't like the response to crime. Uh, I mean, it, literally, it's it's not wow. just states; it's parts of the uh, parts of states, and they want to separate, kind of like a libertarian homeowners association. Yeah, um, and they want out, and apparently, the state is seriously considering letting them have the vote to see if, in fact, they can separate. Um, I don't blame them. And you know why the city of Atlanta doesn't want to get rid of them? Because they're so wealthy that they're the ones bearing the brunt of the tax burden. You see, that, and this is something the Democrats do. They, they take as much money from, from people who are wealthy as they can in order to support their big government dreams. But if those big wealthy uh, income uh, uh, earners are no longer part of the city, they can't afford it. Y- you can't have big government without rich people paying for it. I think it's amusing that the city is using that as an excuse for not wanting them to to move on. No, no, no. We need their money. They're wealthy, and if they move, well, our big government programs fall apart. That, if, if anything, that should prove to the Democrats that the wealthy pay not only their fair share, but yours. That's proof positive. When you can't afford to live without them, then you know you're relying on them too much. You got too much big government. Be interesting to see how that, uh, how that pans out. But I, I'm not opposed to separating the states. The more I think about it, the more I like it. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. It's Froster Buns Friday. Uh, so the question is, uh, are you in favor of are you in favor of daylight savings time or regular time being made permanent? And what do you think about a divorce? Red states versus blue states. 
Gary Nolan Zimmer Radio Network. It is 11.48. Glad to have you with us on the Gary Nolan Show. And it is Froster Buns Friday. You can talk about any topic that you want. Uh, two that I threw out there, uh, one of them is Marco Rubio's uh, Daylight Savings Time legislation. He wants to mandate that it just stays Daylight Savings Time. Uh, I'm not a fan of flipping back and forth. Pick one or the other. I could live with either one, but I really wish we could just have one. Uh, so the question, uh, one of the questions that, that I threw out there is, if you're in favor of one or the other, which one would it be? Uh, and are you in favor of just picking one? And uh, then we threw out the red state, blue state thing. Are you in favor of this uh, separation between red states and blue states? I am. I, I really think it would be great if we could find a way to uh, to isolate and, and get away from uh, the blue state, the blue big government neo socialist uh, world of Democrats. Let me go to the phones and find out what people are thinking. Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Brian is on the line. Brian, good morning. How are you? Well, I'm all right. Uh, I'm just a little historical curiosity here. The 5th of March, coming right up, is the anniversary of Winston Churchill's Iron Curtain speech. And uh, that was delivered in the year 1946, less than a year after World War II had ended. And we could have maybe had a good peace dividend, but no, dead gum Iron Curtain. And uh, like that... Poet Country Joe said, plenty of good money to be made supplying the army with the tools of the trade. And Oceania has always been at war with East Asia. Or did I have that balance? So that's all I got to say. Okay, Brian, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Whew, uh, I don't know where that came from, but it's Froster Buns Friday, so it's okay with me. Bill is on the line next. Bill, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Gary. I'm good. I'm in favor of daylight saving all the time. Okay. So. And. Go ahead. I think they ought to make I 70 a toll road like they have in Florida and Kansas. They're beautiful. And the state doesn't have to pay any maintenance or construction. And the third thing is, your uh, marathon you had last weekend. Yes. I never, all I hear when they announce the amount is a bunch of screaming. I never did hear <laughs> what the amount was. $260,000. Two sixty. Okay, yeah. somebody was screaming. <laughs> yeah, it was loud. Right. Yeah, it was a celebration. That was. That's a remarkable right. feat for two days. Okay, thanks, Gary. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Bill. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. That was remarkable, and it was uh, generosity from people like you. Uh, I wish we would do it a little bit differently. Um, I, I would play, I would play upbeat music uh, because what we're doing is something really beautiful, uh, and it really is uh, remarkable the things that we accomplish uh, with those donations and what they do at Children's uh, Miracle Network. Uh, but beyond that, it was a remarkable feat, and it is thanks to your kindness and generosity. To the phones we go. It is Scotty on the line. Scotty, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Gary. How are you guys today? I'm doing well. Brian's barely tolerable. Well, got it. Got 
take it into considering his advanced age and the stress load he's under <laughs> being a producer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as the uh, daylight savings, it doesn't matter anymore. Just go one way or the other. You know, it's like a Native American chief said years ago that only the white man is dumb enough to think that he can cut a foot off the top of his blanket and sew it to the bottom and think he's got a longer blanket. So, yeah, so which one would you, you, you don't care which one, just do it. Just lock it in. Yeah, yeah just lock it in and get her done. It, it doesn't really matter because, you know, it, it is what it is. And it's just, we just come and manipulate time to better fit us. And I understand why they've done it. But nowadays, you know, it's like somebody said the other day, Combine's got headlights now. So it's, you know, it's kind of irrelevant as far as, you know, getting more work time in the field. As far as secession, I'm down with it. I'm, you know, we got to do something. we got to do something. We're losing the country every day. And if people don't start standing up, guys like me don't last long. We become martyrs and eat, you know, because we're only going to take so much. But at the same time, a friend of mine back home brought up a very valid point. Yeah, I'll stand up. Yes, I'll fight for the American. But at the same time, if I'm standing up there on the corner of Providence and Broadway and an M1A1 April comes around the corner and I've got an Op 6, all I'm going to do is make a pretty red mist. <laughs> there, there's just not enough people anymore. There's no uh, testicular fortitude to coin one of your phrases. There, there's then few of us that are going to stand up, and that's the bad thing. But if you, if you stand with me, I'll fight beside you. If you're scared, stand behind me. And if you stand in front of me, I'm going to crush you. It's just, right. And the bad thing is, it's getting to that point, guys. Matter of fact, I've gotten so stressed out talking about this. I'm going to go see Justin down at Como Paper. <laughs> see if I can't get relaxed. <laughs> Jeez, I knew it was going to come up. I knew as soon as I saw Scotty on the screen. He it in there, didn't hey, he? Gary, Gary, they've got a special on down there until Monday. If you get a chance to go buy, if you buy two or more baked pods or baked juices, you get a free bag of cat food and a scratchy puppy. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to look into that. Scotty, I wish you early transmission failure at rush hour. <laughs> Y'all have a, have an awesome weekend, all right? All right, Scotty, thank Como you. Paper. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you. I'm going to go take advantage of that cat sale. Yeah, are you? Yeah. Well, the cats will enjoy it. You're a... Well, <laughs> I can't say that on the air. Uh, yeah, I knew he was going to get around to that. We had a, a problem there with line three, I think. There we go. Uh, yeah, um, he, he never calls without bringing up that vape place. Uh, Como Vapor. Yeah, that place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. That was an accident. You don't have any idea where it came from, I'm sure. No, I hit it this time. Oh, you hit it this time. Yeah, you admitted uh -huh. it. That's yeah, so it was generous me. of you. You're welcome, because I thought you were trying to figure out what the name was, and I was just trying to help you out. Yeah. I don't care if it's daylight savings time or standard time, although I kind of think I'm leaning towards standard time, but I don't care which one it is. Just lock it in. Quit whipsawing us around. That a lot of people don't realize that there is an increase in the number of accidents, all kinds of uh, downsides for, uh, from uh, people getting their sleep cycle interrupted. Um, but just do one or the other. Get it over with. Stop the, the back and forth. And as for the divorce between the states, I don't see it that it's ever going to happen. 
It's just not going to. I wish it would. I would love for there to be uh, a group of red states and a group of blue states. And I've said this in the past. If that ever happens, what you're going to find is that people in the red states are going to be overwhelmed by people leaving the blue states. We're seeing it right now. You don't even have to wait for the experiment to happen. Look at what the, look at the mass exodus from California to Texas out of a blue state into a red state. Look at the mass exodus of people leaving New York and where are they going? Down to Florida, a red state. Because it's intolerable living with those tax burdens, living with those regulations. So if you did this so that you were, you know, literally two separate countries, you can bet your bottom dollar people would leave the country that was the socialist blue state in favor of the the red country because the the regulations make being successful really challenging uh, if you want to you know provide for your family you'll want to get out of the blue state just like they're doing now. All right, uh, finally, this story, a biologically male powerlifter named Seiji Cooper, J.C. Cooper, I'm sorry, is now going to be allowed to compete against female athletes. A Minnesota district court judge made the ruling on Monday. Gender justice filed a complaint against USA Powerlifting after the group announced a 2019 policy to bar biological men from competing against women on January 12, 2021. Oh, they discriminated against J.C. Cooper and continue to do so because he is a transgender woman in violation of the Minnesota Human Rights Act. The group wrote in their complaint, a district court judge ruled in favor of Cooper writing that USA Powerlifting discriminated by segregating Cooper from other female powerlifters and treating a person as if their self-identity and their self-image is unimportant and less than. Really? He's a male powerlifter. What is the first thing you hear about upper body strength and men? He is going to crush any of the women that he competes with. This is pure insanity, and this is what you get in blue states. Cooper was discriminated against because of his sexual orientation and because of his sex. No, he was born a male. He has superior upper body strength. He has increased lung capacity and shouldn't be competing against women. We gotta run. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I love you.